All right. Hugely proud and privileged today to have Gordon with us. And I have watched his work and your mind is going to be blown by his accomplishments. The number of cases that Gordon and his team are responsible for putting predators away it is absolutely mind-blowing and our mission statement on this channel is to end the war on drugs take all those resources two trillion spent in america right now ridiculous take all those resources and for the government to use them the police force to use them to go after predators and what are the cops telling us we joined to get the predators, but we were told to go and shake kids down for weed. We were told to go and hand out traffic tickets. We were told to do all this, this bureaucratic bullshit that we didn't really want to do when we joined the force. There's so many good police frustrated because they're locked into a system that needs massive changes. And because those changes have not come about, People like Gordon and his team have taken matters into their own hands. And they have, within the parameters of the law, legally done what Chris Hansen does. And we've had Chris Hansen on the channel three times now. And I've recommended everybody to go and watch his stuff on YouTube to catch a predator. So Gordon is doing the same work in cooperation with the authorities, adhering to the rules of the law to put these predators away because the cops aren't doing it. There is an absolute epidemic of this. And, you know, on this channel in particular, the comments are coming in. People are just so frustrated that all these predators have got access to kids now through devices, predators all over the world. And it's absolutely sickening and worrying for parents that the government has not prioritised this. And even when these guys get caught, they get slaps on the wrist. Look at Maya's dad. He, he mocked the process. Look at the evil bloop, of Birmingham. Samantha Brown. He's, he's, he got a few years. It's an absolute joke. So not only do the cops need to be putting these bad guys away, the judges need changes in the law so these people get the proper sentences and it's absolutely frustrating but i'm going to let gordon tell you now about the results he has achieved before we get into his life story and and, and what led to all of this thank you very much for coming down gordon no problem son could you just tell people then what results you've achieved so far well so far we've we've uh... As a team, we stung 131 sexual predators. And out of the cases that I know, of, because they've stopped, the PS stopped telling us, like, they say, oh, it wasn't a real kid involved, so you're not a real witness. But they'll have us sat there and for like, hours at a time, getting evidence, you know what I mean? But we're not a real witness in the case. Um, I know. We've got 69 convictions out of 69 cases that have been through court so far. I mean, so the rest are still to go through. But COVID's obviously slowed that process right down. Could you tell us, I know that's 69 convictions, congratulations. That's 
you know, all of those kids that potentially, if those guys hadn't been busted, their lives could have been ruined by what the intention was of these people. Are you okay to tell us about some of those cases legally? Is that is that allowed? Aye. Well, I can talk about any one of them that's been conducted. Yeah, please, please do. Let, let, let's just get an idea of, like, the age of the decoys involved, the age of the predators, what kind of exchanges are being made online and what are the intentions of these people were right. when, when they met these decoys. I'll tell you about a boy, Jordan Yardley. He got 44 months. I mean, 44 months is, like, nothing in America. Slap on the wrist again. Right. He wanted... The decoy, who was like 12 years old. Now, this was the worst day in Scottish weather in my 40 years on this planet, you know what I mean? It was minus seven outside. The snow was six feet deep. You remember it yourself, the beast for the east. The Russian snow came, right? Um, he wanted the decoy to travel with a wee miniskirt in a tight blouse on, and he was basically going to take her into the woods, have sex with her, and then just walk her back to the train like nothing had happened. He thought she was 12? She thought she was 12. And how old was he? He was 25 at the time, 24, 25. Jesus. But he was taken, right? Next day he got bail, and then three days later... Parents spotted him hanging about a primary school playground. They gave chase, he got away. Two days later, he was back again. They caught him this time, wrestled him to the ground and held him there until the police got there. And he was remanded in custody, finally. But I'll sit and I'll say on the camera, right, and I'll say to the world, that I believe that boy is a child murderer in the making. I believe he will murder a Wayne in the future, you know what I mean? This is the character, isn't it, that I was watching you in action and you're telling him to stop stirring at the decoy and he's just got this Hannibal Lecter serial killer unblinking look. And I've seen some disturbed individuals, you know, through my incarceration and this guy has got that look as if he's going to do something very serious to somebody someday. I truly believe that he is. Like, um, we kind of... Were involved with, I know the family, uh, we Alicia McPhail that was murdered, right? See the wee rat that murdered her? He had that same look, know what I mean? It's in their eyes, you can see it in their eyes, know what I mean? You can yeah. see, you can see evil, know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, somebody, yeah. but different evil, know what I mean? There's like, evil like, some people might brand what I've done in my lifetime evil, right? Some might brand what you've done in your lifetime evil. Just depends on the kind of lifestyle you've led kind of thing. But in my mind, I've committed crimes. You've committed crimes. They commit acts that evil. Not I mean? It's no a crime what they do. It's an act of evil. Not I mean? It's murder without actually, like... Actually, taking the life, you you're murdering the person, but you're leaving them there to suffer. That I mean suffer like in hell. That I mean, yeah. In in prison, there's a term called dead eyes. It's like they've got no soul. They're not gonna have any 
compassion or empathy. They're just gonna do whatever they want to do, whatever evil they have on in their minds. That's that. Yeah, yeah. I know in America, like they, um, gay cats or something like that. Like, oh, like the mental people, like they put mental patients in with like the normal people and things it, like that. American prison is the biggest house of the mentally ill. Aye, I've heard that. Not yeah. mean. And um, like you think to yourself, how can you put? A guy that's in for a gruesome murder and a guy that's in for a DUI and then ask yourself, why did he slaughter him? You know what I mean? Like, I watch a lot of American shows, like, a lot of the podcast, like, eh, no podcast, like, K-Frogs and or your end of sentence and all that kind of thing, right? And I hear, I hear your stories about like certain individuals in jails there, there, and I think to myself, like, that's gruesome. Not I mean, like, chopping a guy's head off and putting his worry in his mouth, and how how do you how do you partner the two up? Not I mean. So Arizona Department of Corrections, so many cellmates were killing each other with different types of crimes, like you just pointed out. They introduced a rule. Well, they were going to try and make everybody have the same crimes in the same cell. Aye. Yeah. But it didn't ever happen, did it? It, it never was... happened. They tried it, but it, it didn't. It you were was too, too much bureaucracy, I think. Young young white guys getting in, and as you know, young white guys are seen as food in America, right? And they're getting in, and they're getting partnered up with, like, a, an 18-stone black man that's been working out for, like, can, He's been in there 20 years working out and all that, right? He's in there for the rest of his days, you know what I mean? And the wee guy gets raped and the screws are wondering, like, oh, how, how did that happen? It happened because you set it up. Yeah, you know yeah. Mean? If they want something to happen to you, they just put you in with a bad cellmate. That's that. That's that's how they can have you killed. They can have you raped. They can do have anything done to you at all. Yeah, it's just. And the, the guard said to me. The public has no idea what's going on in here and they don't give a shit about prisoners. We can do whatever we want. That's the thing. But most prisoners, right, are victims of a bad childhood. And that's what people got to understand. Like, <clears throat> a lot of prisoners, can, like, they've no had a childhood, right? And they go into their adulthood no knowing how to actually live life apart from committing crime and their crime goes it's like smoking they say smoking dope's a gateway to other drugs they they start one crime like shoplifting and it goes for there well this is what this is what ties into what you're doing because I've already described our mission on the channel is to end the war on drugs and go after the predators because living with prisoners for six years and hearing their sad stories of they got molested as kids, a lot of them. The men don't have the tools to deal with it. So they get on drugs psychologically and then they steal or they rob or they deal drugs. And the women who've been molested, they get into sex work or shoplifting so it sends them out onto this trajectory of doing more and more crimes and, and in and out of prison. And they have these sad lives after they've been molested, whereby 
once they get older, they just look at as criminals and drug addicts, and nobody cares about them. Aye. So we got we got to get to the root cause, and that's what you're doing. You're Aye. stopping the offences in the first place that are going to send these people into the system. I get the odd dafty right on YouTube or Facebook that will write the word junkie. Or do you want a junkie protecting your veins? Because I'm thin and things like that. I'm thin because of child abuse and I've got a fucking eating disorder, right? Um, I I don't, like, go mad at them. I just explain, call me a junkie if you want, because, listen, I know what junkies go through. I know, I don't even use the word junkie, drug addicts. I mean, I know they're only drug addicts because they're hiding for their demons. I mean, people with addiction issues, I say. Aye. Yeah. And they're hiding for demons, right? But they're creating another demon. Know what I mean? They turn to heroin, or they turn to like in America, methamphetamine and like crystal rock. I don't know. Like, I, fentanyl, no. Fentanyl, right? that pure heroin kind of thing, you know what I mean? And they're turning to all these drugs and people think, walk past them in the street and they think, oh, junkie. Think what that person's been through before you call him a junkie. You know what I mean? Think the horrors that person's probably seen in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you see a homeless person, ask them, you know, what's your story? Don't, don't just dismiss them and, and think, that, you know, these are scum of the earth, shoplifting and drug addicts. They've had very, very sad lives and they're actually society's most vulnerable people. Yeah. Um, I know one lassie. Um, she's homeless through drug abuse. You know what I mean? And uh, she was raped as a wane off through her childhood. She's actually been raped twice living on the streets. Know what I mean? When's it ever going to stop for that last time? Know what I mean? When is she ever going to get that wee touch of living life? Know what I mean? Like, it's hell. Like, it's... These people that live in the middle classes and all that, they don't understand. Know what I mean? They don't understand the fucking struggles that Child abuse victims have been. You know what I mean? It's they think that we, we all should just get on with it, and we can't go on with it. I'm forty years old and still got an eating disorder because it's something that happened to me when I was like six or seven years old. So we were going to go over your life story then, and I've got down here that you you went through hell as a young person, and and your father was uh, abusive as well. Are you able to talk about that stuff? Aye. My dad, like, was not, he was never, like, sexually abusive to me, but he was... Let's just put it this way. He, he didn't hold back when it came to, like, the old beatings, you know what I mean? And, like, I used to listen as a wean as he went in and battered my ma. And it used to haunt me, you know what I mean? Like, knowing that this big man that... Everybody out in the street was scared of you know what I mean? Like, he was a known man, you know what I mean? He was a tough man. And he was coming home. And my ma's a Roman Catholic. And my dad's an orange man. And in Scotland, that's a big thing. The difference Catholic and Protestant. It's basically... Basically another extension of Northern Ireland, Glasgow is, right? 
Glasgow. And uh, he used to come home and it would be, all I'd hear is your Athenian cunt slap. And then fucking all this, you know what I mean? Then when it go, I got to about, I think the first time was about four or five, he came into my room, you know what I mean? And I got a bit of tanking, you know what I mean? And for that day onwards, it was just every day, it'd be like just beatings for anything, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I remember one time sitting, I was getting a beating down the back, like, we stayed in flats, and I was getting a beating because he, the boy had his two big sisters with him, right, and a stick in his hand. So, all I hear is a windy fucking flying open and my dad shouting, fucking do him, if you don't, I'm doing Next minute I put the stick in my horn and try to keep as we guys he done, you know what I mean? Because I know when I got this there, if I don't win this fight, I'm getting battered. Try to keep as we guys he done, you know what I mean? I got this there, I get battered anyway. Mm. I mean, I got kicked a bit, punched a bit. You know what I mean? Or just because I got in a fight. But, you know what I mean? Like, so I couldn't win in any circumstance. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, like, my food, like, the reason I don't eat, I don't eat proper at all. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's owning me all the time about my weight, as you can see, I'm underweight, you know what I mean? I'm like clinically malnourished, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, at times I'll go through stages where I, I'll get weight again, but then something traumatic will happen and I'll stop eating. And it happened because, well, I believe this is why it happened. Um, one day my dad was making lunch. My mum was out somewhere and he was making lunch. And he, he said to us, the, the first person to finish her lunch gets her last aim at Iron Brew, which is a drink here in Scotland. Um, we were like, yes, that's a luxury, not mean back in the 80s. <laughs> and he comes in with two bowls of scrambled egg, knowing that I don't like scrambled egg. <sighs> right, so I'm like kind of greeting and I'm only like six, maybe six years old, not mean. I'm greeting and next minute it's crack, you mm. know what I mean? My nose, I, instantly I felt it crack, you know what I mean? Like it just, it's the first time I'd ever broke my nose, you know what I mean? I've done it seven times since, but first time my nose ever broke, you know what I mean? And the blood was streaming down with snot and tears and all, and it's all dripping into this bowl. He sat there and he made me eat every single bit of that egg, you know what I mean? Until it was finished mm. with the blood, the snot and all that in it. Know what I mean? He didn't care. Know what I mean? After it, my sister's, my older sister's sitting there drinking this wee drag iron brew. Know what I mean? As if like she'd won this prize, and I'm sitting there, like just pure numb. Know what I mean? Like my teeth were on numb at the time, and my nose is just. Know what I mean? I could feel my eyes going and all that. Know what I mean? Like right away, and. Basically, just had to go to the bed and like you did in the jail, you know what I mean? Like, you had to just go and hide until, you know what I mean? Mm. A few days after school, you know what I mean? I can't imagine then, you know, when you're incarcerated, does the 
possibility of anything happening at any time. So your adrenaline's always going. So you've had that your whole life. Well, your, your young your young life you've had you've had that for many years. It sounds like. So I can't imagine the effect because it. It, it, it wears you down, doesn't it, when you're constantly on guard like that, thinking something's going to... Constantly gonna... terrified the footsteps coming towards my door. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, my ma left my dad when I was maybe about 10, 11 years old. And like an idiot, I chose to go and stay with my dad. I don't know why, not mean like, I just I can't answer the question to the day he asked me and he had this look on his face that just made me choose my dad, not mean. Do you think it was a bit like Stockholm syndrome? P possibly, not mm. mean. Mm. I stayed there eleven months. After the first five months I think it was, there was all sorts of reports to social work for the school, doctors to the post and things like that. So the post came out and they interviewed us and all that. And I got took into... Basically walked past my dad, who was in a, like, a corridor sitting on a bench, with horn in his head, like doing this. I walked past him, and the sergeants like that to me, greeting face, wee bastards like you, need to fucking man the fuck up. Look at what you're doing, you're pulled out there because your your mouth. And he's like, Are you out to press charges against your own dad? And I says, No, I don't. Not mean? Like, I, don't, I don't want any of this. Not mean? Like, I, I don't even know why I'm here. Not mean? Pure shaggy hair that's like two months needing cut. Trainers that are talking to me, not mean? Because the soul's hanging off. Not mean? Fucking. Face damaged and all that, you know what I mean? And the post send me home. So, my auntie Anne was a great woman, you know what I mean? And like, she would take me away out of this situation for weekends at a time and all that kind of thing. But it got to the stage that this gang, this gang was kind of after me, you know what I mean? And my dad was away drinking. And he'd leave me in the house at the weekend myself. You know what I mean? He'd go drinking on the Friday and come back on the Sunday night. So this gang were shouting up at the window and things like that. So I opened the window and I threw my dad's darts at the gang. You know what I mean? My dad's come in on a Sunday night and the gang were all hanging about. And he'd say to my dad what happened. And he said to me, take the black bag and you do, uh, take it down the stair to the bin. And I says, I can't. And he says, take the fucking bin bag down. And even my step, my, or his bird, I call him, what I mean. But even she was saying, Ian, he can't. I was made to go down that stair. Mm -hmm. And I got lowered at the bottom of the coast half that gang. Like, lowered. I'm lucky. Here in, in Glasgow, it's, Glasgow's been the knife. Called, like capital, the slash capital at Faye, like nineteen forty or something like that. Wow, you know what I mean? So, I'm lucky I didn't get stabbed that day or anything like that, right? But I got a quite a tasty kind of beating, you know what I mean? And then I got up the stair, like feeling wrecked, <laughs> and then the beating really begins, mm. you know what I mean? 
and I have to take it off my da. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, see when he punched you, it's like a sledgehammer hitting you, just a big fucking fist slamming <sighs> your face. You know what I mean? And it was after that, I couldn't be trusted because I'd thrown his darts out the window. So on a Friday night, I'd get put into a cupboard, right? Pro with a promise that he'd be back in a couple of hours. You know what I mean? Now this cupboard's maybe... It's the size of the ceiling, so it's, say, seven feet high, right? And it's probably a foot and a half by a foot in measurement. But you've got electricity meters and all that, pork meat and all that kind of thing, right? So I've learned to sit a certain way. I sit a certain way, right? Like on my knees, but I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting this mad way that even my girlfriend will say, "Why do you sit like that?" You know what I mean? It's because the mums and that locked in that cupboard, right? I've had to learn because when he come back that hours later, he'd be back on the Sunday. You know what I mean? And on the Sunday, say. He'd had a bad weekend. He'd take me to the cupboard and he'd blame me for the maddest of shit. Like stealing, he'd say, oh, you fucking stole a slice of bread. I've not done anything to eat you all fucking weekend. I can't go to this cupboard. How can I steal a slice of your fucking bread? Know what I mean? But I'd get accused of this anyway and I'd be kicked about and punched about. Know what I mean? I'd have at parties. He'd have parties and I'd have, like, darts were a big thing. They all played darts like in Glasgow, you know what I mean? Darts is a big thing in Scotland. And I'd have him and his pals, like, throwing darts at me, you know what I mean? Like, I was there, like, trying to get away the darts and they were trying to get me in the feet and all that. And you'd have someone going like that, both, and getting you in the stomach and all that, you know what I mean? And, like, you're actually pulling these darts out yourself, you know what I mean? And, you're seeing this, they're all giving you like 10 pence and 50 pence, and you're thinking, you're, I'm thinking of myself anyway, this is natural, because my mates are telling me outside that they got to do that night, you know what I mean, I've heard that. So I'm thinking, everybody gets these doings, you know what I mean, everybody gets like what I'm getting, you know what I mean, but I didn't know that these other ranges were talking about they got scalped in the bum three times. Mm. You know what I mean? No broken ribs and a broke arm. You know what I mean? You had 11 broken bones, didn't you? 11 broken bones. You know what I mean? By the time that the agencies stepped in. By the time the agencies stepped in, I like, What happened with the agencies is the door went in and it was a pause. Social work and somebody else, I can't remember who the other person was, but there's a squad in them anyway. They did so many reports for the school. Like, one time I was sitting in the school and I was getting suspended for pulling a knife out on a boy. Uh, I was getting suspended and my stepma walked in in front of the head teacher and the gym teacher. The gym teacher I hated. Right? He was an absolute prick. I hated him, right? She walks in, bang! Right in the eyeball, right? My eyeball starts throbbing instantly, you know what I mean? <sighs> the gym teacher smiles as he walks in the door. And I'm, all I'm thinking about is 
that gym teacher fucking seen that there, not mean. I'm not thinking about anything else about be that gym teacher saw that. Not inside that much hatred for him. But all these reports went in. They came and they took us. And I I've saw the reports, you know what I mean? Like I was all oh, again shaggy hair and all that, like my trainers were talking to me. I I remember my dad coming in, right? It was the first year, a first year, right? And he said to me, I've got you a pair of trainers, son. And I thought, oh, fuck, that's really nice, you know what I mean? He's gave me them. And everybody was wearing Adidas Samba in the days. That was, the, that was his trainer of choice, Adidas Samba, black with the white stripes. He gives me a pair of Gola, which were like cheap versions of Adidas Samba. He got fucking mocked and he got bullied for having Gola on, you know what I mean? He's gave me these and I had to like, accept them, saying, oh, I'm happy about these and all that, you know what I mean? Pulling them on my feet. Went to school, you know what I mean? What do you think happened? Ha ha ha, look at him fucking Gola on his feet, you mm. know what I mean? People try to take the piss and that would lead to fights and all that kind of shit. I ended up like the primary seven, like, no, oh, this was for second, like, what did you call it, like S5 or whatever it is, S6. Like, I don't know what you would call it in high school. Like, you're, you're high school basically in America, the high school, like the jocks basically, it being like your, your land kind of thing, grabbed a hold of me. And one hit me up by the, like, when my hang here, another two hit my legs, and they rammed me into the, like, the pole. What? You know what I mean? And they were doing that, my hang was into the pole. Five or six times, <sighs> you know what I mean? It started kneeing the fuck out of and all punching me and all that. Jesus. I left the school, you know what I mean? And I'll be honest with you, you know what I mean? Like, I've always fought back all my life, you know what I mean? Always, there's never been a time where like somebody's punched me and I've no punch back, you know what I mean? But at that moment, there's not I could do, you know what I mean? Like, so I just left the gates and I didn't go back to school, you know what I mean? Mm. So I started dogging school, you know what I mean? Mm. And then when I went back with my ma, I went to school for a wee bit in, in first year. But then I got put in a children's home. And he basically said to me that day, that you got to school today? I said, no. I was never asked to go back. Mm -hmm. So I had a first year education. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know what that is in America. Like, that's, um, like, used primary schools, grade school, I think. Yeah. I can't remember either what it is. And then you go to high school. Yeah. We went to high school at... You go about 12 years old mm -hmm. to high school. So basically I had a t an education up to about 12 years old. Yeah. I, mean? I had yeah. to teach myself how to read, how to write and all that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I done that later on in my life. So then you, you started to learn to use weapons... To, to protect yourself, it's 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 raw survival for you at this rate, is at this stage, isn't it? You you had to go rogue. Basically, what happened was um, anger came, not mainly like see the fear. It was replaced by anger. 
Look, I mean, like, I knew this human body wasn't made of glass. You know what I'm talking about, like, some people in this world are scared to get punched in the face. Like, see if you walk up to most men, right, and you punch them square in the fucking face, they're going to back down. I mean, or see if you put it on to somebody, they're going to back down, because most people don't want it. You know what I mean? I've been taught this thing that, right, probably know as yourself, right, if you've been very well. They'll scream, right? They're screaming and pain and that. But then there's this other scream, you know what I mean? This scream that only, like, terrible, terrible fear and pain can cause a man to die, you know what I mean? I've learned that, see if like, you've got ten men coming at you kind of thing, see if you make that first one make that sound, see the next nine, the next nine will run, not mean they will run. So I've learned that basically you want to come to my front door for instance, I'm going to fucking put so few acid in the first one's face, not I mean, and let, let him squeal that squeal. Know what I mean? You'll squeal that squeal and see the rest of them. They will run. They will not stand. Doesn't matter what they've got in their hands. Machetes, choppers, cleavers, anything they want. Know what I mean? I put that sulfuric acid in the first person's face. Know what I mean? No, you need to be after safe ball. I mean, splash. Know what I mean? And they're making that sound, that squeal. And I guarantee the rest are running. Not mean I've had it twice in my life. Not mean like guys try to rob us when I was doing crack in London. Not mean walked up to sulfuric acid in the first one's face. Bottle went. Not mean like that sound piercing through the whole fucking tower block, man. I guarantee I stayed in the lower basement. I guarantee like eighteen up there. Not mean the school this guy made. Not mean. So after the extreme hell you went through you were determined then you know that if anyone messed with you you were just going to go full on aye it's basically a, a case of I'm out now it causes much fucking damage to in this world as I can possibly cause I wanted people certain people right like to feel the pain I was I was feeling not mean like and it, see a children's home a children's home's a place of violence, a place of torture, a place of sexual abuse. It's a case of all the ways having sex together. We were all having sex together. We, I would go for one lassie's room having sex, right? And then going into another lassie's room that, like, my mate had just come out of, you know what I mean? And we'd all be having sex with each other, all looking for the love that we weren't getting, you know what I mean? So... You would meet certain people and would, like, one time going to the ice skating. I won't name the ice skating, but we were going to an ice skating and we got into a wee scuffle with, like, older boys, like, five or six older boys. So I decided, ice boots in my horn. That's a fucking tool, isn't it? Bang, put the fucking ice skate right in his head. But I went to, like, take it back. It didn't come back, you know what I mean? It was stuck in his fucking head. So oh. I had to actually walk away and leave the ice, but it stuck in his head. Bloody hell. But the problem was, we were stabbing people and all that, right? For 
that age, up to 16. Nothing was happening to us. We were going to a thing called the children's panel, right? And they're making it sound like it's everybody else's fault bad yours. So you're thinking, I, I can do what I want, like, I'm not going to get into trouble here. Like, I've committed armed robberies and all that, right? And because I was under the care system, I walked. The social, uh, the social worker would come pick me up and take me right back to children's home. No consequences. No consequences at all for your actions, you know what I mean? So, of course, you know what I mean? I had all this fucking rage and all this, like, just wanting... I wanted people to feel the 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 terror that I felt, the... the just, I want people to feel it, you know what I mean? Just, I just, like, I can't explain it, Sean, you know what I mean? Like, an anger that I wanted to, like, just destroy this fucking world. I'd watch this world burn if I could, you know what I mean? Like, you're projecting your own torture in hell that had happened to you, weren't you? Aye. You, you know, as a, as a kid, you weren't given the tools to deal with it. So you're just lashing out because yeah. you've been so, you know, brutally uh, abused by your dad you're now just lashing out yeah we were in the children's home and like the local young mob would walk past and they'd sing a song home or bound home or bound. i mean mocking the fact that we're in a children's home and all the ways would be sitting there fearing all that i was like to myself what are you so scared of it and they're going like, oh, they usually start throwing bricks and all that. They might jump the fence, let's get inside and all that. I was like, fuck that, air the fence, you know what I mean? We jumped the, I jumped the fence, right into the crowd I went, you know what I mean? And like, see, before I knew it, I had people at my back, you know what I mean? Like, some of the boys, like, they, I can't name names, but they, they jumped the fucking fence with me and were right into this wee mob, you know what I mean? And then it became a, it became a thing. That this wee mob and us were enemies. You're caught lacking outside that children's home. You're getting slashed, or you're getting fucking done, you know what I mean? And like, there's one time they got in, they got into the children's home, right? And the staff locked herself in the office, you know what I mean? So we were left there basically fend for ourselves, kind of thing, you know what I mean? So fend for ourselves, we fucking did, you know what I mean? Like, basically, the, the young mob left the children's home, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, we, we put it right on them. Because we were all wains, we fucking that anger, you know what I mean? We we had, we, they were all sitting there in their nice hussies, right? Fucking living good lives, right? Getting proper dinners and, like, the love after man dad, getting the best of gear and all that. You know what I mean? We were not getting crazy, we were getting, like, I think we got £180 every six months to go and buy clothes with. Know what I mean? Like, you know yourself, you can't buy nothing. This jumper cost £180. You can't buy nothing with £180 in six months. Know what I mean? So, they've got they've got everything, yet they're here to mock us. Nah, it's not happening. Know what I mean? Not anymore. Know what I mean? What was the situation with the machete? Oh, that's what, like, one of the reasons I was put into the children's home. Like, my ma put me into a children's home, right, under a section, I think, 24 or something like that, or section 21. Basically, she was giving me up because I kept getting arrested all the time. One of the times is I slapped a boy in the head with a machete. 
know what I mean? Falls at the door, family at the door, loads of trouble. Um, and our time. How had he provoked you? He didn't provoke me. You know what I mean? He was just like, he thought he was better than me. Mm. You know what I mean? He thought. He thought he could fight better than me and all that. He thought he could bully me, you know what I mean? Like, talk down to me and things like that. So I kind of like just to show him that he can, you know what I mean? He can, you know what I mean? So just slapped him in the side of the head with a machete. Think me, nothing ate. My dad gave me the fucking machete for fuck's sake, you know what I mean? So it can't be that bad to use it, can it? You know what I mean? So, like, then we broke into a guy's house, right? And the guy... Kate, like, the guy's opened his sitting room door as we've, we've come in the back and he's opened his sitting room door and saw us and I went, boo, like that. Just, I got a fright, he got a fright and the word boo came out of my mouth, you know what I mean? And he slammed the door shut. So we've ran, we've ran up a hill and we were sitting in the, like, in the bushes, just sitting, like, watching down at the house. The guy had a heart attack, right? The ambulance and the police and all that game is a serious matter, like there's more blue lights there than there is in fucking Blackpool kind of thing, right? We are sitting there watching, thinking that we were not getting seen. But every cunt saw where we were on, you know what I mean? Everybody saw that where we went, so they're pointing the police in their direction. We're not knowing that the police are closing in behind us. Next minute we're in handcuffs. My mass boyfriend comes to the police station, laughing at me, you know what I mean? I've done it now. Your mother's no taking me back this time. I'll make sure that you know that. I was sitting there thinking, like, right, my mum will take me back, no problem, you know what I mean? Social work come, like, about six hours later, and they're like, we're going to take you to your mum's house, and we're going to ask her if she'll let you back in, but she's saying on the phone that she's no taking you back now. Um, so, we went to her house and she wouldn't even let me in the door like, to talk. The social work went in, I was just on outside. And they came back out of the house and they said, we're going to take you somewhere for the night just to your my cams done. But that one night became like a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And then obviously all the stabbings and all that, I ended up getting put on a section 24C, which meant that the social work had... Basically, I was under social work control now. Like, my mum didn't have the right just to come and get me anymore. Like, I was under social work control. You know what I mean? But, um, there's a lot of abuse in children's homes. You know what I mean? And, like, like I say, a lot of sex happening between Wayne's, right? This member of staff said to me. All the Americans are thinking, what's a Wayne? <laughs> A Wayne's like a, just a, a child. A child, you know I mean? like yeah, yeah. We call every child is a Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a, a Scottish word, I think. You know what I yeah. mean? But, um, so we all having sex all the time. It's just a natural thing. There's nothing to it, you know what I mean? No love, no girlfriend, boyfriend, none of that. This member of staff says to me, I've only been here a couple of days. You're slow as fuck. And I said, what are you talking about? And he went, obviously such and such wants to fuck you and you're fucking sitting there no doing nothing about it. And I'm like, 
That's a Disney. I can fucking see it. So how can you not see it? So I was like, I'm going to go and chance my arm. I went in chance my arm, right? Asked her to come to the toilet. So she came to the toilet, so I, that's when you know that it's game on kind of thing. You know what I mean? I went in. Next minute, the door burst opened as I'm having sex with this lassie. This guy be see the old phones you used to get, the old cameras you used to get. It was like they were long, right? Ten things with a big flashlight at the end. He took one picture, right, and like we like stopped and covered up and that, and he, he started saying he's like, "Listen, this will only go any further this time, right." But these photos are going to be used as evidence if I ever catch you doing anything like this again. Stone still. Put your horns by your side. He took a photo of her and he took a photo of me. And he left. Now we are thinking to yourself, lucky escape there. You know what I mean? That lassie died very young, you know what I mean? And like... That, that man was in his 50s at the time, 50s, maybe early 60s. But it's a man I'd love to be able to, to go and see, because I'd see if I saw him, I'd slash his throat. Know what I mean? I'd, I'd cut his throat. Know what I mean? Because I believe that he had something to do with like that, you are to dying young, know what mm. I mean? And I know it fucked my head. I mean, like you think he was blackmailing her with the photo or something? No, basically it was just um, he wanted the photos. He wanted his child porn on it. It's oh like, yeah, gotcha. His child sexual fucking predator picture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's for his sick enjoyment kind of thing. So he's fired me in to have sex with us lassie so he could come in and get pictures. Of uh... his, know what I mean? And then he's like telling us that. Basically saying is, oh, I'm doing you a favour here, but you're not saying anything. But and he's like talking. He's really angry. He's like he's really angry with. That's his cover story. I'm thinking you've sent me in. You you telling me like she you you're the one that put me wise to she was going for it. So like, what I mean, what's going on? What I mean, all the staff knew that the Wayne's were having sex with each other. What I mean, but. See, in the home, I will say there was great members of staff. You know what I mean? Like, there was Zach, Jimmy, there was um, Gaynor, just to name three names. They were all in their 30s, 40s, so I don't even know if they're still alive, you know what I mean? But they were great people that tried to put us on the right track with a guy, Alex, who would out his own time, take us to the local football and watch the football and all that and take us back. We'd take the piss by throwing things at the players and throwing things at the rival supporters and try and get in about them where we blade, you know what I mean? And try and plug a couple in the arse and that, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? And we were taking the piss out of a man's goodness, you know what I mean? When we were surrounded by fucking badness. Know what I mean? We had somebody good there, but we couldn't see the good. Know what I mean? We could only see the badness. Know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's just so much bad and hope care. 
know what I mean? Like, the care system is a fucked up place, you know what I mean? They shut, there was four um, homes at that time, and we used to always meet up on a Wednesday night and play football at the local five-a-side. Every single Wednesday night, it would end in a punch-up, mm. you know what I mean? We'd all start boxing with other homes. Now, they shut their four homes down, and their four homes that later came out, child abuse was happening in all four of homes, mm. council-run homes. Before that, it was like nuns and that that were running care, and they were sexually abusing the veins blatantly. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely blatantly sexually abusing the veins, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. Because it was just wee bastards didn't care. They're bad veins, they're, they're rotten. You know what I mean? We were near rotten. You know what I mean? And did you get introduced to uh, drugs at this age? Uh, I started smoking hash basically as soon as I hit the children's home. You know what I mean? As soon as I hit the children's home, I was smoking weed, taking acid, taking E. And like, I didn't like acid and I didn't like E. I, I, I don't like being out of my. Uh, I'm hyper vigilant, not mean like. Um, I like to know exactly what's going on in about me, when it's going on about me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sit in a pub and I'll like look about and I'll know exactly who the troublemakers are. You know what I mean? Like, I don't go into pubs, you know what I mean? For that simple fact, right? But anywhere I go, I'm, I'm looking on a bus, I'm looking at who, who's ready to start trouble here. Because there's trouble in every fucking corner, you know what I mean? There really is. There's trouble around every corner, and I, at this age, right, and this stage of my life, right, where I want to actually do good, like, I, I matured when I was, like, 27 years old, 26 years old, that's when I matured, I didn't mature at 16, you know what I mean? I was, like, fucking 26 before I matured, you know what I mean, and then I wanted to start getting back, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a single dad of two veins, you know what I mean? Two veins that I brought up myself, you know what I mean? We're helping my girlfriend, you know what I mean? She's been a big party. Like, like she's gave as a family, you know what I mean? Like, Christmases and all that, you know what I mean? Like, Christmas dinner and all that with a family. It's like, it's all new it is, you know what I mean? It's like, never had it, you know what I mean? Like, just, she's gave us a normal fucking life, basically. That's what she's gave us. She's probably was out of a hole that I was in. I was, just, I was basically stuck in this hole, right? Where, like, my Wayne's ma, she ended up dying when I was in the jail. I was on remand for a wolf pack incident where we smashed a throw about in Edinburgh. And uh, I was on remand and she died. And cause she died, I'm in I'm on remand. My older son's on remand in Pullman. 
in Fjellers around Romand, Naturlers around Romand with my team, right? And the polls are searching for the other one. Five years. And um, we got released on um, Compassionate Grounds, got bail. But my, as I'm being bailed, they start reading my bail conditions. Like, it went on for fucking 40 minutes. No, I mean, like, bail condition one, two, three, four, five. And, but see, by the time they go to 16, I stopped listening. No, I mean, I was leaning against the desk, just like, not even fucking listening to what they were saying. The bail conditions were basically for terrorists. No, I mean, it's bail conditions you'd get a terrorist. No social media, not allowed to t take part in like hunting down pedophiles in any kind of aspect. Why? Why are you scared of me hunting pedophiles? Why? Like, if you're in watchdogs, they're saying the police can't deal with it, and hunting teams are. She mentioned the wolf pack, right? It's been impeccable, our evidence like, amazing, we're hard working, we're dedicated and that, right? Yet four days later I go up for a breach of the peace where the family came out with knives and all that, right? It turned into a breach of the peace. I go up to court and I get banned, right? I get two years probation, 200 hours community service and a two year ban on any kind of hunting activities at all. Why? Why do you want to take so someone so successful, 131 stings, right? That's up there with any team in the UK, right? It's probably top five in the UK. Now, down England, they've got so many people to work with, like 60 odd million to work with. We've only got five million in Scotland. And we've got 131 fucking predators, you know what I mean? Now, we're super successful here. The evidence we're getting in is super... It's... My, see, my partner in this, Oliver, he's legit amazing, you know what I mean? Like, this man is... He's an art, artist, he's a gay man, right? He's flamboyant and all that, right? But see the brain on him. It's next level shit, you know what I mean? It's like, he knows. Basically, when we started this, he started reading law books, and he f he's finding all these different laws. We've ended up with three laws changed in Scotland. Wow. We changed three laws in Scotland because of Oliver's knowledge. Wow, you know I mean? congratulations. Like, Oliver, he's, Oliver's an Englishman, right? But he's an honorary Scot. So what, what laws have you got changed? Basically. This is, this is great because they, um, we're talking, you know, on, on this channel for all of the different people we've interviewed, we've been talking about how hard it is to get through to the politicians and get the laws changed. But go, go on, if you could they, expand on that. Two of them are just small ones, right? But yeah. the main one is, they, we had this pedophile that lawyers thought, or we can challenge this without it even going to court. So what they done is they had a mock trial. They call it, so I can't remember what they call it up there, not mean, but it's fucking lawyer talk, not mean. Um, 
it's basically a trial, but there's no accused and there's no witnesses or nothing. They all pl they play the part at all. Oh right? yeah, we had a guy in here yesterday who um, had an attempted murder case, and he ended up doing this thing. Right. It's called a something hearing. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, right? But um, so they done this anyway, and it. It was in front of a high court judge. It was held in Edinburgh Sheriff Court, but it a, new, a Newton hearing, it's called. Aye, yeah. um, the high court judge was sitting and he's listening to all, all right, and they're using our evidence, right? Like when a different case is like the evidence, and the PS got to argue against it, kind of. No, the PS got to argue for it. Where lawyers got to argue against it, right? So the high court judge turns and goes, right. So if a man's caught with ten thousand fake volume, he's charged with selling volume, as you know. And the the, the lawyers and the PFs like, well, ah yes, I. So they turned and said, well, if a man thinks he's meeting a real child. He's meeting a real child. So they changed the law that if somebody thinks that they're there to have sex with a child, it's classed as a real child now. It's no classed as a decoy or anything else. It's classed as that's a real kid. Well done. And that was a huge law. That is brilliant. It was huge for us. Not mean. Yeah. It was. But another team had a. Grimness Sisters Scotland, I think it was. They had a a big case, I know. They went to the Supreme Court in down in London. The pred they caught a predator. The predator got time in jail, but when he got out of the jail, he wanted to basically sue the hunting team, saying that they had infringed his rights by fiddling them and putting them on his Facebook and things like that. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court because judges couldn't rule on it on all these different levels. But in the Supreme Court, it was ruled that hunting's are totally illegal. It's the, Their evidence is totally admissible in court. They're meeting a real way You know what I mean? So, basically, they're fucked. They won the, like, they won the case kind of thing, you know what I mean? Good. And that was a big help as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that paedophile, that dirty scumbag, right, came out of jail after supposedly going through all his courses and all that that they go through, right, that don't do jack shit, right? A paedophile's a paedophile. They're going to be a paedophile until the day they fucking die. They've got a sexual attraction to veins. That's not going to change with some... Ah, so it went to university. So tell me, how what goes through your mind when you're thinking about um, children? Mm. You know what I mean? That's not going to change their fucking instincts, you know what I mean? And see these ones that say, oh, I want to, I have sexual thoughts about Wayne's, but I, I wouldn't act on them. You'd fucking act on them in a second if you had the opportunity. Don't tell lies, you know what I mean? See, if you knew how to access child porn, you'd be accessing it. You know what I mean? See, if you could molest a wain, you'd be molesting that wain. You know what I mean? There's no such thing as a 
I got a Peter a pedophile that wants to have thoughts but won't act on them. There's no such thing, you know what I mean? They're just pedophiles that have had lack of opportunity. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Alright, so we were talking about your story then and you said you started to get into drugs, you were sniffing glue, smoking hash. So how were you financing the drugs then? Did you start to commit more crimes? How we were going out and we were like stealing out of cars, we'd steal the car stereos. They would sell for like 25 quid and things like that, right? And then it went for the cassette players to the CD players. So we were still all these cassette players and people were going, no, I want the CD player. I mean, so we were having to find motors with the CD players, we'd start stealing out of them. At that time, you could smash a window in a motor, take the stereo, and sometimes the alarm when they go off and things like that. It wasn't like the day where you even fucking look at the motor and the alarm's going off, you know what I mean? <laughs> Immobilisers and all that shit. None of that was about... Like, you could steal a Fox or Astra, right? Like, we actually timed ourselves seven seconds. If we start to the engine going, seven seconds it took us. You know what I mean? How, how, how did you start it? All you did, right? You, you jack it with, like, you'd open the door with a screwdriver, right? And then you'd kick the casing off, right? You'd break the steering lock, right? Now, see, on a Fox or Astra, or a Nova or something like that. You could break it with your bare horns. You'd break it that way, and then you'd break it that way. You know what I mean? And you'd you've got the casing off, and you'd find this like black plug kind of thing, and that's like had a wee like a wee socket bit. You just jam the screwdriver into that bit and turn it, and that's your way. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. It was that easy. I mean, it's still more on these days. Yeah. I mean, so you think how easy it was to get a burner when you needed a burner you know what I mean if you were a way to do a turn you just went and got yourself a wee nippy fox or fox astra you know what I mean mm. but like there's boys that could steal for like escorts and things like that I could never ever get a Ford fucking escort like you used to if you used a scaffolding bar see like a big bar of metal you used to you need to put that in and like break the steering lock with that because their steering lock was like mere like hard at the break, but um, I was never really into stealing motors and things like that. We had a Sierra Cosworth. No, can you remember Cosworths? I can't know. What, what year was that? Ninety-three. Yeah, I was in America by then, Aye. and the cars are a bit different out there. Well, and right, see the new. You've got the Subaru Impreza. That's the boy racer kind of motor. Yeah. Right. Back then it was the Sierra RS Cosworth mm. or the Escort RS Turbo, right? We got our horns on an RS Cosworth and I was driving, right? We're booting along and I wanted to see how fast this fucking thing can go, you know what I mean? So I opened it up and I'm hitting 130 mega now. I don't know what happened, right? I, I, I don't. I don't know what fuck it, if I had a stone, don't know what happened. Wasn't he taking a corner or nothing like that, right? The motor just fucking flipped. We flipped maybe. Well, we ended up about 30 feet into a field, 
Right, me and this other boy. We both walked out of there without a scratch on us. See, the motor, it flipped at that speed. Right, now, you think how many times that's rolled to get like maybe 30 feet Damn. into the field, right? Yeah. See the, the actual frame in the motor? It was still sturdy. It was all, just all the paintwork and all that that was all fucked on it. What was going through your head as it was rolling? Nothing. It was like, it happened so fast. That's how I don't know what caused the actual fucking crash to start with. All I remember is, like, when it came to a stop, thinking, like, oh shit, like, am I hurt here? Like, is he hurt here? No way to look to my side to see, like, if his fucking, he's all mangled, you know what I mean? Like, I just went up through the window and he's coming through the window and he's like, you are right? And I, I went, aye, you are right? And he's like, I'm brand new, mate. And I was like, I'm brand new too. And we were like, right, we better get to fuck and we started booting it across the field. You know what I mean? So we didn't, I didn't really have time to process it. You know what I mean? But see, like, later in life when you process, like, what you actually done, it was like... <laughs> But an RS Cotter from the days was the balls, you know what I mean? It was like, that was like having a Subaru Impreza there now, you know what I mean? They'd hit 130 and you could handle it, you know what I mean? It was like, the engine, see the, the sound of the engine and all that, it was beautiful, you know what I mean? It was like, I've never been a big motor fan, you know what I mean? I'm not a big fan of motors, but like that Cosworth, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was... Just see the the stillness and all that, the the knowledge that we had the horns on the the fucking cream of the crop, you know what I mean? It was an amazing feeling and see like driving it and then getting to a stretch where I really could open it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like it's a boom, you know what I mean? And then the next minute we're fucking you <laughs> know what I mean? And then we're climbing the windies and all that. It was like it almost seems like fantasy now, you know what I mean? Like, fucking... So, I've got this thing now where I'm, like, super... I won't drive. I won't learn to drive. I won't go... I know how to drive. I've been driving since I was 12. But I won't go and learn, like, learn, then pass my test and all that, right? Because of that day. I mean, see, that crash has put me off driving forever. I mean, because um, I, I don't know what happened, you know what I mean? So, you don't know what happened, you don't know how to rectify a problem, do you? No. You know what I mean? It's, so, um, it's, it's put something in your brain, hasn't it? Aye. Whereby your, it's like a protection mechanism, that's isn't what it, it, is. from it? From it repeating aye. situation, yeah. And And around this time then, did you get in trouble for starting a riot? Aye, that was after the forties. See, the, the day that he done that before the forties, that I was like, stewing on it, you know what I mean? And before I knew it, I picked up the telly and I just flew out the window. And people were like saying, is what you doing, Gordon? And I went, this place is fucking gone, man. And I started setting fire to the couch. So just for the viewers then, 
because you told that story um, a little bit ago. Um, he's referring to the predator that was the boss who took the photos of him as a kid, um, who was some kind of... He, um, Gordon believes this guy was collecting child porn. Right. Um, well, I just started set fire to the couch. That started burning. That mean the staff are running about and that. So we we pulled out the big fire hoses, and we're fucking shooting at the fuck the staff with the fire hoses and not name right back because this is like a big jet. You know what I mean? It's it's not the staff back and things like that. We wrecked that whole place. We went out, and we were starting the minibus. We tried to, like, steal the minibus, the children's home's actual minibus, and we, we go it started and all that. But by this time, a mobiliser has kicked in, and we go so far, and the the van just stopped. You know what I mean? And none of us knew why it stopped her. So we all just bailed out and smashed fuck out the van and all. And we walked back to the children's home, the police all came and all that. I was taken away, and so was a lassie, an older lassie. The next day in the Daily Record it said, 17-year-old and named a lassie, and 13-year-old, a 13-year-old that cannot be named for legal reasons, started a riot in a children's home, you know what I mean? That was the headline, you know? And, um, we just utterly fucking wrecked the place. Not I mean, like, absolutely destroyed it. Not I mean, like copper piping, sinks kicked off, the fucking wall toilets, toilets kicked off, and all that. Not I mean, baths pulled out, rooms all, rooms were on fire, and all that. Not I mean, it was a crazy fucking. Night. It was just mayhem that night. Not I mean, but that was just building. That was building up. It was stewing. I mean, he'd been strewn for days and weeks leading up to it. And I believe that what happened to me would have happened to other people because one boy in particular, he's a good wee pally of mine, a lovely wee guy, you know what I mean? If you're watching this, you'll know who you are. Not I, mean? I don't need to mention, you know what I mean? But um, I noticed that he was also, like, dead... And saying these leading days, you know what I mean? And he ended up punching one of the members of staff, a woman at that, in the face. Because, like the guy that had took the picture, we'd get these staff that would come in every now and again. Like, um, there was cover shifts. There's cover shifts for the real staff, right? And this woman came in, she was like six foot three or something like that. So we were calling a high tower and all that, taking the piss all day long and all that. And at bedtime, she tried to grab my wee pal to take him into his room. And he just jumped up and punched her right in the face. You know what I mean? And that isn't him. So there's just this feeling in the air for days. You know what I mean? And I believe it's something today with him being on the scene. You know what I mean? That I don't believe for a second that it was only me and this young lassie that, that happened to. Because there was this feeling in the air. And see, when I kicked it off, everybody kicked it off. You know what I mean? That guy was probably a collector, wasn't he? Aye. I believe that he's 
Aye. I believe he was happy to fail that race, going in children's homes, collecting and ruining their lives and destroying people, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like, I had to go and do six weeks in a secure unit because of that, you know what I mean? I was in a secure unit, locked up, like a, an actual jail. That's what it was like. It's not like that now, it's a holiday camp now. But back then it was at the end of the Borstal period, get into the secure unit period. So it was more like Borstal than secure unit. Wayne's of the day will think secure units are like holiday camps, really, where you're locked up, you can't get out. But back then it was jail. I mean, it was like gladiator school kind of thing. You had to fucking put in a bit of work. Know what I mean? I went there six weeks, man, and I put in the bit of work I had to put in. Next minute, I'm called back, and they're like, hey, you're going back to Bells Hill. And I'm like, right, cool. <laughs> I mean, I went back to Bells Hill, and they'd like painted the place, and it looked like they'd done it all cheap as fuck, obviously, you know what I mean? Because it just looked like normal again, you know what I mean? And I was like, nah, it's just... See, if I stayed there, right? I'll be honest with you, if I stayed there, I'd have killed somebody. You know what I mean? Like, my mum my moved to England. I can't remember what year, right? But she moved to England. And because she moved, they had to move me, even though I was in care. They had to move me. So they moved me to the care system down south. So sorry, where I've come from to film this. Aye. Dorking. Dorking, right. that's right near where, I'm, well, where I've come from. Westcott, right, just outside. Do you know where I'm at? I've spoken a few places, but I can't remember um, the names of them. Uh, around the... But um, it is, it is... Um, so we've always just at say docking, it's about yeah. a, a mile you can walk, you know what I mean? Yeah, some nice countryside, isn't there? Beautiful. Yeah. Right, so I went for this council-run establishment, right, into this big country house, right? They had a big rose garden, a gym, inside it had a snooker, a pool table and all that. Sounds like the one I did a talk at. It was several like years ago. Beautiful. It was a woman yeah. called Nancy and John that ran the place. Yeah. Right? And they took me in and everybody loved Max and all that. I was seeing his one A Dame and all that. And <laughs> there's a couple of times when there's a few situations, you know what I mean? But it got handled in the Glaswegian style, you know what I mean? And um like they treated us like I'd never been treated I wasn't used to being treated like that I mean they took us away like they took us on a foreign holiday I'd never had a foreign holiday I'd never been outside of Glasgow never mind fucking knew I'm staying in this big country house you know what I mean but this fucking boy came she had like four or five boys at a time that's what she'd take and they had like an annex after it. It was like a big country house, beautiful inside. And they had like an annex flat, you know what I mean? It was attached to it. And this boy came in and he wasn't fucking all there in the head, you know what I mean? And he kept saying shit, you know what I mean? Like about Nancy, you know what I mean? 
and he would like bark at her, not like, many he would talk down to her, not demean her and things like that. So one day I just put a fucking blade on him. I mean, shoved it right in his neck and I said to him, listen, do you want to fucking die? Do you really want to fucking die? I mean, because he's talking about death and killing people and, um, like, fucking, all this mad shit he's talking about. He's a fucking maddie, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, do you know what? Just a boy up, you know what I mean? Dagger at the waist and right into his neck. And I'm like, do you want to fucking die? He didn't want to die, you know what I mean? His face went fucking white. Kitten like a fucking wee ass, you know what I mean? I, I ended up getting booted out of there. Did you? Uh, you know what I mean? But, what happened was, she didn't tell social work, right? At the time, I was working, right? Like, getting a wee, a wee wage, you know what I mean? With this guy that she knew. He said he would take his in. You know what I mean? So he took us in. You know what I mean? Next minute we're running about with drugs, guns. This is the best time in my life. I was fucking loving it, you know what I mean? Like, having access to fucking shoes and all that, you know what I mean? Bags and bags of grass and all that. Going to all these gangsters' houses and dropping a fucking like three black bags worth of weed. You know what I mean? Sitting there with like, 13,000 E's in my waistband and like fucking six grand, 13 grand in my waist, 18 grand in my waist, all different, you know what I mean? I would carry it, right? So that, like, see if we got a random stop by the police. I'm underage, you can't search me, you mm. know what I mean? Like county lines. You know what I mean? I'm under, I sit there down here, I know, like county lines and all but I. Basically, that's what we were basically doing, but it wasn't. We were basically taking it from one place, which was a, a caravan in a field, right, to another place, you know what I mean, and distributing it to them, and then the money would go where it was meant to go, you know what I mean? But I just love the fact that I'm jumping about with a fucking gun in my waist and all that, you know what I mean? And like getting into these gangster sissies and all that, right? How old are you at this point of the story? I'm about 14. 14, you got a gun in your waist. Aye. Know what I mean? And it was a powerful feeling. Know what I mean? Powerful feeling. I mean, guns are not available readily here, know what I mean? Well, they weren't back then. They are kind of readily available now, know what I mean? But they weren't back then. Know what I mean? Especially the horn guns that we were talking about, eh? But we had a wee Dillinger. It was a woman's handbag gun for America. I had a girlfriend in America and um, I got her, a we call it a Lady Derringer. Ah, Derringer. Yeah. That's it. I say yeah. Derringer, don't I? Derringer. And it was like a wee yeah. handgun. Yeah, yeah, same. Right? Yeah. I used to love going into field and banging it oh, off, you know what I mean? <laughs> I used to love it. And like, the boy. That see the guy that I was staying with, he'd be like, Watch my fucking horses, you don't know where the horses are. I just went, ah, boom, 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 <laughs> not mean, like loving it, not mean, getting to fire off these guns, because you're in a field in the middle of fucking nowhere, not mean. It is a powerful feeling. Oh, 
It really is, you know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. And, like, see, to start with, he's like, right, shoot the can and all that, and I'm trying to shoot the can, and I'm getting nowhere near this fucking thing, you know what I mean? Like, can he bath and hit this can? It's quite far away, you know what I mean? But see, by the end, I was hitting the can every fucking time, you wow. know what I mean? Hitting posts, we got a hoda rifle, you know what I mean? And firing this rifle, it was a different kind of feeling all the you know what I mean? Because you knew that the person could be far away from you, you know what I mean? And we were shooting at this like wooden post, you know what I mean? And by the end of our time with that rifle, that wooden post was basically away, you know what I wow. mean? <laughs> we was basically blew it to fuck, you know what I mean? Did you but, get your hand on a shotgun? Aye, firing shotguns and all. Yeah. Like, we didn't used to do armed robberies with shotguns, I mean, like, so on our shotguns. So what was your first armed robbery? My first armed robbery was actually an odd bins, and it wasn't even an armed robbery kind of thing, right? What's odd bins? Odd bins, it's a can off license. Ah. So, like, yeah. Like a liquor store. A liquor store there in America. I walked in. And um, I was staying Shepparton at the time. It's a a place where they make movies and all that. Like there's a big studios, and right behind that studios there's an there's an estate. And I was staying with this woman who had another foster son and a real son. And I was me and the foster son were jumping about, and he would be like, "Don't we can't go to the shop because all the women are running there, like all the young gang are running there." I was like, fucking move in the shop, you know what I mean? So we walked in, and basically I've introduced myself to the like, oh, this wee guy, oh, and they're all fake fucking plastic gangsters, you know what I mean? Like, Surrey bad boys, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call them, you know what I mean? Surrey bad boys. <laughs> and they're like, eh, so where do you feel, you know what I mean? And like, Gresga. And they're like, eh, oh, I've heard about Gresga and all that. And is it true about the knives and all that? And I went, well, does it look like it's fucking true? And they're all like, well, oh, I know that, not mean. Pure and awe, not mean. <laughs> and I was like, so we start drinking with them, not mean. And one bottle is the other bottle, not. And we end up walking into the town centre. Shouldn't have went into the town centre. There was an Oasis concert playing. It wasn't racist, but it was like stupid. We assholes on the stage couldn't run over racist, but people would pay to go in. I ended up plugging somebody at it, that mean? We sneaked out, that mean? Cleaned off the blade and all that. And we were bouncing about like fucking as you do. I'm drunk by this time, very drunk, that mean? I walked into the odd bins and I said, Put a vodka. And he's like, no, I can't serve you, pal. And I went, fucking bought a vodka. And he says, listen, I can't serve you, you're too drunk. You know what I mean? And I said, listen, but I bought a fucking vodka on the counter. And he went, no, and I went, put my blade on. And I said, you go put the fucking bottle down there. And he's like, and he put the bottle of vodka down. But I put the fucking money down. You know what I mean? Like, I put 12 quid on that fucking counter. Right? I walk out. And it feels like seconds have been passed, you know what I mean? But I just remember the police van door being opened 
know what I mean? I remember being smashed against it, being put in. Then I remember, like, lifting my head and the boy, the other foster boy was there and he's like, you all right, you all right, you know that? And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, hey, poor leather dude there, man. Are you all right, you know that? And I'm going, and then I can't remember again. And then I remember a social worker coming to see me. And I was like, thinking that was me getting it, but I wasn't getting it. And this is like Friday night. Now it's Saturday morning and I'm not out now. No, I'm used to getting out after six hours. Doing whatever I wanted and getting out after six hours. I wasn't getting it. I was like, um, shit, what's going on here kind of thing, you know what I mean? Only Saturday morning I had kind of sobered up. No, I would stay the Saturday night. Saturday afternoon I had sobered up. And the copper comes into my cell and he says, there's a boy four down getting released. Do you want him to grab you anything at the shop? And I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking fanny and I get the fuck clown. And he's like, Austin, I know where you come from. They might know day things for you, but the, this boy you will go to the shop and he'll get you whatever you want, what you need. So I was like, tell me, get me two bottles of Coke, a paper and 20 fucking fags. Sitting there, the door opens. 